Today we are joined by one hip Asian. (laughs) 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 And producer Kev. We got a special episode. We're a little slow today, but uh, forgive us. We've been on a five-day bender, all of us. We got a bunch of bucket hats on. We got sunnies on because we still have no studio light. What up? And guess what? It's New Year's Eve. Wow. (laughs) On Too Many Jams. A show about all things 20-year-old. With help from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we're going to shed some light on those things that leave our age group lost and confused. It's the turn of the decade, and we're uh, we're gearing up for a night of debauchery. We're having a little shaker at our place. You know what? And um, I think it's going to get a little bigger than we expected. <laughs> I hope so. You know, we uh, We invited a very small amount of people online. Like, we sent out... 120 or 30 invites yeah and uh you know we're expecting people to be out of town reasonable yeah, feedback other other things going on and you know about 40 people click the old attending but we forgot that a lot of people are fucking last minute jabronis <laughs> and they didn't plan anything and they were on the fence until they started figuring out that we got a little shaker formalizing and i think we're gonna have a, a lot more people showing up I, I think we're going to exceed some people's expectations. I mean, I, you know what? So far, parties here, we've been we've been two for two or three for three, you know, in terms of... Uh, good times? Good times. Great so, vibes? Great vibes. All right. So good. We'll, we'll send good <laughs> vibes into the evening and then we'll get into today's episode by uh, thanking True History for their lovely festive looking... 12 Swans Pilsner, I mean IPA. Thank you. It's a delicious IPA for me who's not a hopsy guy. I don't really like the hops that much. You, you said it like McLove in there. Yeah, on purpose because <laughs> that's how I do it. I'm not a hopsy guy, but it's, I don't know, is it dry hopped or something like that? Whatever. No, they... th- no okay, so the Farmer in the Sky is dry hopped. Okay. This one is more of a true No, it's IPA. a Hayes IPA or something like that. It has some sort of like different name. Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Uh, okay. Whatever it is, it tastes better than most IPAs, where this non-hop-loving guy, who also loves head, apparently, by the amount of head I put on that beer. You get so much head. Yeah, I get so much head, but uh, if on the video you'll see what I'm talking about, give him a shout out. It's great. It's in the LCBOs. If you're going to buy beer, just buy it from friends, because Lord knows Molson and Labatt, and like, oh, they don't need any more money. Our no. friends need money. Give it to True History. Go buy some. It's good. in all the LCBOs now. Good bang for your buck, for sure. It is good bang for your buck. And then uh, Riss and Rye, you know what? I'll give it a little shout out. What up, Riss <laughs> and Rye? Thanks for paying my way through college. Thanks for uh, buying my baby mama a car. And uh, Jam's 15 for 15% off at Riss and Rye. And lastly, we, uh, we're we going to introduce a new sponsor today, which is why we have brought her on the show, actually. So we will we will get into that and let her discuss it uh, discuss it shortly. But essentially, she's going to be keeping our hair nice and groomed, clean cut, weekly cut. Show off your show off your dome. <laughs> which you both kind of need. Another, yes. another touch up? <laughs> right. Touch up. Put, this put is probably on. a bad example. Put, put, yeah. back on. Hats back on. on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Olivia. Also, Robbie's girlfriend. Yes, hello. 
Um, also, Kevin and our friend friends. <laughs> and we have producer Kev here as well making an unusual on-camera appearance. You know what? I decided to show my face. One, Can't let that go to waste. One last time for 2019. Let's take this moment to thank Kev for all the behind-the-scenes work he's been doing every episode. <laughs> thank slaving you, Slaving away. Slaving away tirelessly behind the screen. Uh, you know, doing all the stuff that we don't want to do, like, you know, looking pretty, smelling nice, you know. All the, all all the, the after I bring the energy, work, the like, effects, the... The waters. It's, the, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a long list. Even when he thought and, I wasn't there, I was there. Yeah, especially when you thought he wasn't there. That's when he was there the most. And so you know, he'll be there for you when you need him the most also. so. But all jokes aside, live first podcast. <clears throat> yes. How do you feel? <laughs> Keep that mic close, all right? Okay, I'm trying. And don't make fun of me. I don't know. I don't know how I feel yet. You I'm, look good. I'm getting, thank you. <laughs> you look like one hip Asian, I feel a little more comfortable so with, this, with this disguise on. I feel a modern less vulnerable. Yoko ono. Well, how do you mm. feel... Um, last that was day, super, last, super offside. Last last day last day of the year. What's what's going on right now? How are you feeling? Are you putting me on the spot. Yeah, no. already <clears throat> feeling good. Feeling good about the new year. I feel like it's gonna be my year. I think it's gonna be everyone's year. Yeah, by the sounds of it. Have you yeah. noticed everyone's been talking about 2019 though, as if it was like the most traumatizing year of their entire <laughs> life. Who who has just like the Examples. zeitgeist Instagram? Everyone's like. Barely made it through that year, like 2020s. Really? I feel like that's classic. At the end of every year. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like a couple of years, like 2017, 2018, were worse. I mean, I feel like they've all been pretty good. You know, like, in like good overall, but like in terms of like, oh, how many celebrities died? Oh, like, mm. I think it was, I think it was Trump. <laughs> I, it was Trump's fault. I, like, uh, t- let's list things that don't affect me. Trump, <laughs> celebrities dying. That's a good start. <laughs> Long list. I mean, it's tragic when somebody dies, but it doesn't define my year. Like um, Muhammad Ali passed away. <laughs> I don't know. That did I don't think he did. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. No, I mean, I was making a joke, but in the uh, last couple of years, yeah, I'm pretty sure he passed okay. away. I mean, not I don't know. With that comment. <laughs> oh, sorry. You, you didn't think that you don't agree. Is it a make your years worse? Explain to me. Sad. Convert me. I don't know. You like to know he's still there. It's yeah. Just well, he's fighting in spirit now. Yeah, you know he's mm. fighting God in the sky. I mean, I it's it's tragic, but come on, like it doesn't define the year. Otherwise, yeah. what makes twenty nineteen and eighteen such bad years? I like everyone just thinks the world's. I, ending. I don't know. Yeah, everyone I think always I, thinks the world's ending. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's you, you know what like you can barely remember. You know, when someone asks you, like, what did you do last weekend? Like, it's it's hard to, like, like you know, re- re- recount what you did, The you know? But then, you, like, you think about the whole year and you're like, and it's, like, kind of hard to remember all the big events. But I feel like there's stuff that we're missing out on. Like, bigger, bad stuff? Yeah. Okay, maybe. We're in a nice bubble in this nice house we moved into I mean, at the beginning of the year. As far as we're concerned, in Toronto, in our friend group, on a whole, nothing really like haven't gone through a recession yet mm-hmm. you know people are still eating paying their <laughs> rent i mean a couple isolated health cases and people losing loved ones but that happens it's awful but it happens i mean i think they've been good years i think everyone's saying 2020 is their year just because our friend group 
is at the point where next year needs to be their fucking year. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I don't know. Like, I haven't heard like my mom and dad go, 2020 is my year. They're like, I've had a lot of good years. I'm almost retired or retired. And, I didn't care less. You know, I had my... It's like, we need to have a good year. We need to have a good year. That's why, like... Anyway, Liv is, uh, Liv is opening up her own studio so that's probably why 2020 is going to be a big year for her yeah and we'll get into it but that's something i think it's just our age group we have this like sliver of people that are all like 2020 like let's go i'm going to change everything because everyone is now transitioning from like being a young person into an adult and like has to get their shit in order yeah either whatever stage they're at now people are getting married or engaged or yeah. moving in with a partner or buying a place or in our cases starting something you know what i mean yeah each year you know like at our age group each year that goes by it gets it probably there's just like a little bit more pressure and it gets a little scarier if you're not hitting some of these milestones i guess mm, mm. that you know like that, that you want and that's why yeah so like i'm sorry for bringing up muhammad ali and like <laughs> all that stuff i'm just saying we got our own shit going on yeah muhammad well, pretty, pretty good year overall i'm it's classic you know. to have like to really want a fresh start, you know? Like everyone at the beginning of every year has been like, this is gonna be my year. By the end of it, they're like, okay, like can't believe I got through that year, let's go for the next. And like the fact that it's 2020, it's like okay. such a nice number. It is yeah. a nice Everyone's number. like, this feels right. Nice round number. I, nice uh, round number. I, I spent two and a half hours today creating um, a manifesto of sorts. Mm. And I don't know if that's the right word, <laughs> Because I've only I've only heard it used in a communist manifesto, yeah, um, or like a serial killer, yeah, yeah like exactly. the Unabomber manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> but I used that word because of my Instagram name, Trav Mandu. I made it the Trav Manifesto, and uh, I wrote. You out, also like to manifest, uh, yeah, hey. yeah, um, <laughs> manifesto. Wow, Rob. Wow, wow, wow. Anyway, so I wrote out. Um, a whole sheet of like my my New Year's resolutions are really simple, just like simple commitments. I made like mm. five of them, and they're I think if I do those, I'm I'm like fucking gravy. And they were just simple, like no phone or computer in bed. That's a good one. No snooze alarm, you bitch ass snoozer. <laughs> um, forget what the other ones were, because I'm on the spot. Mm -hmm. But I made this list, and then I also wrote out below it a, a description of how I'm gonna be. You know, I'm a doer this year, like all this stuff. And then below it, I wrote out like all the things I want, like Trav wants a fucking laptop <laughs> and like all this stuff. I wrote it on sheet one and then on sheet two, I made a checkbox for every day of the year mm -hmm. and I'm going to not give up on it. I promise. All right. Yeah. 2020. 2020. Holding you, holding you to it. Yeah. You so heard it here first. You heard it here first. Also, Robbie and I... Um, We'll get into it next episodes, but we're actually, this is our last episode of the year. Oh, wow. We did our 52 weekly episodes. Hey, high five to High that. five. This is, uh, I guess, the first episode of next year, would it be? Um, or, yeah. Well, no. No? This is our 52nd? That, well, this will come out later tonight. But uh, Robbie and I had a big powwow. And we have a plan of, of like what our season three is going to look like. Mm -hmm. World <clears throat> domination. Basically... Everything we didn't do last year. So if, if we didn't do it last year, we're it's going it to be done. Year. It's going to be done. But <laughs> think about what wasn't done. Name think about something that I wasn't done. I don't know. What wasn't done last year? Think like... of something that wasn't done last year. <clears throat> I don't know. I can't think. Like one thing we could have done but didn't. 
You didn't play the key. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. I don't know. Next summer. The key. Thanks. Key Thanks. That was a good one. What's that one? Key to Bala. Just a legendary Muskoka bar that <laughs> uh, I've been kicked out of more times I've been kicked into, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but enough about us. Let's let's turn the attention over here to, to Liv and what's going on with her. Because recently she has uprooted from her uh, from her safe comfort of her of her studio nice studio that she hair works studio. at hair, hair studio, studio downtown and is uh has decided to start her own studio right. and it is going to be called bottle rocket hair studio and uh do you want to tell us a little bit about I, that I mean, situation you just set me up with you just did so exactly bad. what she specifically asked <laughs> us not to do before the episode <laughs> and that's why i was e i was easing I was I was gonna just sh- get her loosened up out here. Just you know, yeah. we'll shoot the shit about the pod. She was like, "Hey, whatever you do, just like don't put me on the spot. <laughs> just like I, I'm down to add a, my two cents in here." But uh, I, we do want to talk about it. But let's not put you on so the spotty. You know what Thank I mean? But you. can you can you tell us a bit about what you were doing at the studio? What made you get into hair and all that shit? Mm-hmm. And then how you made like the massive decision to start your own thing. Okay, I don't know where to start. Like, Wait, with what made you get into I, hair? Well, for hair, I used to be an interior decorator before that. Did not know I that. I don't know if you know that. And I did, I enjoyed it. At first, it wasn't what I thought. If anyone wants to be an interior decorator or interior designer, um, they don't. it's not <laughs> as glamorous <laughs> as you think it is. It's a lot of going to like dirty construction sites and wearing hard hats and stuff and not like wearing high heels like you see on HGTV. It's not like that. Were you interior decorating warehouses? <laughs> no, it's just like you go to like the houses and they're being like demolished. You have to wear a hard hat. You have to like wear like steel toe boots, deal with a lot of Yuck. tradesmen, yelling at a lot of people. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a lot of like turn like you it's know, not as creative. flipping houses. If you're creative and you want to be creative and then you think that's an outlet, it's, I mean... It is a little bit, it's less personal than you think it's going to be. Were there did, you, did you go to school for it? I did. I went to Sheridan for it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I went Who for knew? two years. And then I only really worked in the field for one year in Oakville. And then I, <laughs> I ended up just hating it. And that week I quit and eh, quit got fired. It was <laughs> toss up. <laughs> a little bit of both. And then moved to Toronto and like, Worked at Studio 67. So you didn't Toronto. go to school for hair? I did. Wait, but, why, wait, but I why did you get like, fired? With, like sweeping the floors. I don't, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We didn't, did we do? didn't drive. I didn't love it. So I wasn't trying my absolute best. And then moved to Toronto, was like sweeping floors at Studio 67. I didn't really know if I wanted to do hair. As an apprentice? Like how did you even, did, like, you, did you go to school? I did, like eventually. Like, oh, five so you months started later. sweeping hair preschool. Oh yeah. Oh. So shit. I went. I just wanted to see if I liked it. You're like, like you know what? Interior de- decorating is just so shitty. I'm wearing these hats and like fuck. I'm just gonna go sweep hair. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was really disappointed when he found out after like two years of like college you paid for and like only worked a year. And I was making actually starting to make good money right when I started making good money. I was like, you know what, dad? I want to go to beauty school. He was like pissed he's seen grease. He <laughs> yeah. He was like beauty school dropout. Oh, yeah. Frenchy like that is your future. And Frenchie gets pregnant. What? Does she? Is she, she oh, no, no, no. It's no, uh, that's Red. R- Rizzo. Red. Rizzo. Rizzo. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> I went there and then five months later, um, she like, sent me to school. It was 10 months, Aveda. Um, it's very 
if you're considering hair school and you're considering Aveda, because it is like a top school, um, it's not like beauty school. It's like I thought I was going to go in there and like kind of like businessy. It's like the military. It's It's like no, it's like eight hours a day, five days a week. And it's really intense. You like you our class started at 20. I think it dropped down to like half, like 10 people graduated and it's wow. very expensive, but it was great. I I feel super confident coming out of it. And then I worked for, I think I've been doing it for three years. So wait, maybe is a little the, over three. The, the schooling part, is it just as much like learning about um, sort of hair and like the science and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff behind it as like much as like cutting and everything? You have to know kind of the ins and outs yeah, we, like, of heads and yeah hair growth and everything right it starts we go like as deep as you learn such unnecessary things but um like microbiology you learn like i don't know you learn like color theory like it's really i don't know it's a lot more intense i kind of <laughs> i forget it now like you learn all the rules just so you can break them and like become your own very prophetic your own stylist your own style you know um but yeah once i once i did that i worked there for like three years and I now eventually feel like it's time to move on That's <laughs> on so my cool. own. It's scary, but I, it's definitely like the next step that I need to take. I would say it seems early and I probably sh- could have gone a bit longer and built more of a clientele, but kind of do it when you can, you know? Well, you can't really like take your clientele really either. So it's like you might as well, like you can take a few, I right. guess, but you might as well start earlier when you're younger. Right. Grind for a few years of like, building that fresh clientele base mm-hmm. and then by the time you would have normally switched before and had to restart with yeah. like five extra clients exactly so, i feel like i'm i'd probably be prolonging it anyways like prolonging my growth because I'd, I'd eventually i know it's something i'd want to do so i'd eventually leave but it's definitely scary and it's it's a different experience because it's usually with stylists and you're like you have that whole family unit and a lot of support and then now it's going to be more of a studio, just a one, one girl show, and so yeah. it's, it's a little more stressful. Well, I think it's cool. I didn't, I didn't know this existed, but the way you explained what you're going into, it's not like you went and you bought a storefront, mm-hmm. um, and took all these like massive risks and and all that. It's actually kind of a collection of studios in yeah. a building, yeah. And you you rent out one studio in it, right? So it's called Sola Salons, and um. It's basically, yeah, like a, a collective, like it's a really large building. There's different locations, Leaside, Port Credit, Oakville. Um, I chose Port Credit and it's like essentially just units of individual businesses and they're all like hairstylists, um, nail techs, eyelashes, all kind of beauty stuff. And then everyone just rents out different units and you run your own individual business. And it's it's, what's their motto? It's like be in business for yourself, not by yourself. and like, so you still have support. You're not too lonely. It's less of a commitment, I feel. I did think of the storefront, but it's nice to kind of just like, I feel like it's a stepping stone beforehand. Yeah, I think it's a smart, less risk step. Yeah. It's super cool. And I'm honestly like super proud of you for, because not too long ago, you were like, oh, I'm working so hard. And like, <laughs> I think I need to make a change. You know, I'm not making as much money as I need yeah. and, and all that stuff to like, you came over a few weeks ago or a month ago and you're like, starting a studio how are you doing <laughs> i was like yeah that's dope mm-hmm. yeah it was it it kind of took me to be i was i was kind of in a spot where i was like a little like i kind of did it out of like anger slightly like i slightly just when you're kind of 
backed against the wall, you do something. Not something I would you normally started a business do. Out of spite? <laughs> <laughs> Not out of spite, but like it was the push I needed. Like to be a little bit like a little bit kind of like mad or like un- it takes to be like a little unhappy to like push for something that that you want that's going to be risky that normally if you're very comfortable you'd be like no oh, you know what? i'm gonna like i'm happy here everyone's not like i'm gonna just like keep going with it like i love the ladies everyone there but i think i think dissatisfaction is the best motivator mm. and i think people mm-hmm. that are kind of broken like myself that are dissatisfied with like all the things that i should be satisfied with are mm-hmm. the reason why i i'm like oh i've got to be a rock star because i'm not just satisfied just being a normal yeah. like which i should be but I, I think it's it can be used in a healthy way right, to exactly. achieve bigger things. But the way you described it is, I didn't understand how salons worked. And yeah, because I, you know, I get my hair cut at a salon or a, or a studio, whatever. Um, and I didn't realize how little of the money <laughs> actually goes to the hairdresser. Yeah. Um, but I guess you make your do you, all you get all your tip, or is that split yes. between everyone? No, you get all your tips. Okay, so that makes <laughs> you feel better about so that's, yeah. You know, when you tip, like I well, I don't I don't know some places might pool it, but generally when you tip, we we do get all of the tip. Um, is the breakdown your studio had like a typical breakdown? Yes, it's like it's it's pretty classic. It's normal to start at like. 45 like you'd get 45 percent of like the service say the service it's like a hundred dollars for easy math yeah Yeah. you get 45 and then you get 45 percent of that and then there's usually a client fee on top of that just how much how much is a client fee it depends like i think normally for like normal um salons it'll be like five like for a haircut say it'll be like five dollars color it can go up (laughs) five five and up to like what's like a max like it's, is it just honestly a more expensive so di- it's so different yeah it's so different for different salons like some don't even have any like okay yeah it's it just, just really cost. depends just just because like yeah it's kind of just like hey we got you that guest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh the haircut and which i wasn't i'm not like i'm kind of some people can be transparent about what it is like how much you're getting and stuff like that but i just really am excited to like really see the numbers really see what i'm getting and like be in charge of kind of all of that and get a hundred percent because because other options for you i mean um like this like sola is a bit of a newer um bit, bit of like a newer way of doing things right like renting rooms like this hasn't mm-hmm. always been I around feel like right it's becoming more popular it's it has been like the one in lee side's been there for 15 years i'm pretty sure oh wow it's I okay think it's been yeah. around quite a while it's just not as but like the more not popular. as common but it's getting more po- like everything these days like everyone wants more of like uh more intimate like, yeah. experience. It's, it's everything's sort of kind of going that way. Individual mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. But the more popular option it has been renting chairs. Renting right? chairs. Yeah. Cause it's it's basically the same thing. Like you have a monthly fee, you pay that, and then like you're responsible for booking, for like keeping your own like like doing your transactions yourself, bringing your products and everything. It's just in somebody else's salon in their chair. It's basically the same, but Except now I have a room that I get to decorate the way I and want. Napping. <laughs> huh? And now and I'm nap. putting a TV in. I just I just bought a TV for twenty five dollars at Salvation. Is it Salvation Army? Yeah. I, I went to yeah some thrift store and I twenty five bucks and it just so happened to work. So can I also say you're you had nothing to worry about on the podcast. See how natural it is. You just shoot the shit. You know what I mean? Um, it's just all gonna- at for like the thought of it's like. Like, oh, it's like a full circle thing you got interior design uh, program degree mm-hmm. 
left that now you're gonna open your studio Fucking you gotta design the interior of that bag. i know but th- i'm bad at it <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why fired, i don't huh? do it i got fired kevin i'm not good at it no it's i think not... i think you're good at it and you have a good background knowledge and uh you know what you want yeah. and i think you kind of knowing what's out there has it's... has made for you to be a little indecisive yeah. because you want it to be so perfect and live up to your standards right it's almost a blessing that your studio wasn't like the most comfortable in the world. Like mm-hmm. everything was just daisies and roses. It was it was the right like your your mentors there did did a good job of creating an environment that was like, you know, good crew, but also a little competitive and yeah. like a little bit of like, you know, hardened you to the game a little bit. Like I don't yeah. it, for lack of having better words. Yeah, and prepared you to be for sure. Like even starting from the bottom, like. There's things you're doing constantly that you're like, oh my God, like I just don't want to be doing like color orders or like I don't want, which I'm going to be doing anyways now, but like I don't want to like be doing this, I don't want to be doing that. And then it's kind of like you don't realize like until years later, you're like, wow, I have like all of the skills now. (laughs) I know the ins and outs. Whereas if you're just handed something from the beginning, you know, it's, it'd be hard. I wouldn't, I'd be, wouldn't be confident to leave. That's why I always respect like the guests that come on. You, You know, some guests come on and they're like, oh, I had this job. And like normally people think it's shitty, but I was like, oh, I could, I was just like, no, I'm going to give it my best. Cause I know it's going to like do this and that. And they like totally just, just hammered everything they were some doing well, built some habits yeah. cause they could see the long run. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing that you didn't necessarily have that vision at the mm-hmm. time you see it now. Yeah. But I, I always respect those people that are like, oh yeah, like I was bar backing, but like I was really just watching how they did this, that, and that. And then I started, you know, promoting or running a bar. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the people that really see the stepping stones to get where they are. Um, Can you um, briefly explain also about apprenticeships in the, the hairdressing world about how, like when you go to school and then you have to apprentice at a place and then spend yeah. your time yeah. afterwards. If you, because it's something I didn't know about until you mentioned well, it. Well, I think me. technically it's, it's, um, I, I forget a little bit of it now, but I think technically you don't need to go to school. I would highly, highly, highly suggest. You don't need to go? You, I don't think so. I think you it's, just need to be an apprentice. Like, I don't I don't think you, I don't think you need to technically go to school. I might be wrong I mean, about Google. that. <laughs> Google, <laughs> Google that, but Kevin. I, for some oh. reason, I feel like you don't need to. Give me something to do. Kevin, Ke- 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 oh yeah, Google that. I don't, I don't know, um, but either way. Um, I got a haircut from a guy who learned off of YouTube one time. Yeah, like, like I'm pretty <laughs> <that> sure. <laughs> was it, was, it was one of those, it was Apprentice. It was <laughs> in Black Market, you know, in the West. Yeah. And my friend's like, oh, this guy actually cuts really well, but it, he just takes a long time. And I'm like, he was like, and he literally just can tip him. It's not like, there's no cost. I'm like, oh, it yeah. sounds good. It's around the corner. Go there. Took three hours. <laughs> oh what? my God. It's a three hour haircut. Free cut. Though. You know what? If you go to Aveda though, the Aveda Institute, which is where I went and half of the program, you're basically just taking guests, which is really great. It's really hands-on. Um, but our haircuts take like three hours. Like be prepared yeah, to sit learning. there for three hours. I remember one time in high school, one of my <laughs> one of my friends came to school and he just got the most butchered haircut. And, <laughs> and one of my other buddies was asking him like, like, where'd you go? Like just chirping him, right? Like, and uh, he says first choice. And, and my, my one friend who was chirping him, he always, he always said this about first choice. He's like, you pay for half a haircut, you get half a haircut. <laughs> well, it's crazy how much they pay, how much that you charge for. I didn't know how much people were charging for haircuts. Like, say I wasn't a hairstylist. Like, there's no way I can't afford myself. Like, I would never. <laughs> I would never pay for what, like, 
when I was getting my hair done, haircuts were like fifty dollars. I went to I went to Clip yeah. and loved my girl um, Tracy at Clip and Oakville Place, and um, her haircuts were fifty bucks, and I felt like it was too much. Like <laughs> even at that point, I was like, mm, fifty dollars, it's too much for a haircut. Would Would you feel confident as uh, um, like cutting your own hair? I do cut my own hair. Do you cut your own hair? Yeah. <laughs> I do. Do a lot I mean, of hairdressers cut their own hair? I think a lot of hairdressers. That's something I'm will, always curious about. I think a lot of hairdressers will, because everyone, because it's, it's funny, because people will go in, they'll see your hair. Yeah. And they'll be like, Give oh my that. gosh. And you're like, you, I love that. Like, we don't have the same hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that. But they're also like, oh my God, okay, you have amazing hair. So like, you must be able to give me amazing hair. But they don't like realize like the color they see on me, like somebody else did that. You yeah. know, you should be looking at everybody else in the salon. Like if they have, yeah, like who gave you that color? You know, I mean, I can still give this, so don't worry. <laughs> I got the answer. Apparently, oh. uh, you can give. You can obviously cut friends' hair. You can cut someone's hair. It's not illegal. But if you're receiving <laughs> compensation for it, you need a license to do so. Mm. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, so you got. Yeah, you definitely the, need a license. How do, but do you need to go to school to get but that license? Get, to, well, I imagine if you can pass the license without going to school somehow, that'd be Well, possible. you need, so you need an apprenticeship for a certain amount of hours in order to like write, in order to, you get a book and your mentor will sign off on all of your, it takes forever, sign off on like anything from like the, like, you know how to properly clean the salon to like, you know, to perm hair and stuff like that sign it off and then you get to go write your license um at the ministry and and then like you and then you get your license i mean it's so much more than that i, I wish i researched a bit more so i could give like accurate i mean you didn't details. know you're gonna be on the pod today i didn't know <laughs> until and a then, little and bit then ago. the apprenticeship part that's the apprenticeship so it's getting your book signed is getting by your, book your signed. mentor and then afterwards you have to, so you mentioned you have to spend the same amount of time that you apprenticed. That's just in my contract, which a lot of people will oh, do. Oh, that's not like a standard thing. It's a, some people do it, some people don't, but you'll have to, as long as it took you to finish your apprenticeship at a place, you'll then have to work that equal amount of time afterward. Just so people aren't like <laughs> yeah, getting you to sign their stuff and leaving. I mean, a little bit of a hack, a little bit of a life hack, also a little bit risky, but I used to go to this uh, salon by my house when I used to live in Leaside. And I would pay for the most junior <laughs> cut there, the, the newest person. Yeah. And what would always happen is they'd go in there and they would struggle. And then uh, the, the, the lead person Stop. the lead person would come in and check it over and finish it off. So I would always get the top person, yeah. like the boss, because they would come in and be like, okay, that looks good. You know what? Do this. And then he would start showing the person and, and <laughs> yeah. start trimming up my hair. He's like, okay, you got to level that out. See, oh, see what I'm doing here? And he's teaching on my head. And I'm just like, I just saved $40. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people definitely do that. And I mean, don't do it. It's really tempting though as With like Liv. a, I mean, yeah, it's definitely tempting when you're watching the junior and then in my brain, I'm always like, they're doing that. I'm always thinking they're you, like coming and trying to scheme it. So I'm like, no one help. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean I'm not I'm like not they come with the, they get what they pay for. I'm but not like, trying to scheme it. Oh, you it. know about this hack, Ayla. Eh? Oh, people do this all the time. I'm not trying. Like if the person just fucked my hair up, I, I'm okay with that risk. That's what I'm saying. Like, right. I, I'm laying it on the line. I'm, I, it's a, I'm playing Russian roulette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, I've, I've been lucky so far. I haven't got the bullet. Well, now you're part of the... Yeah, I feel like I need to say so. Our, so our to... apprentice, our junior sauce, Jessica at Studio C7, 
is amazing she won't like <laughs> if you go and you won't like get what you pay for like she is great so you should book with her well i mean <laughs> if they do a good job then you get a good value and if they do a bad yeah. job then the then the good person comes in and fixes it up yeah. so it's i it's mean mainly the time it takes that's it what people are it wasn't yeah. really a scheme it was more like i just only had 40 dollars to spend <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean but uh yeah now that we're sponsored what's up yeah uh you're gonna see us looking hot <laughs> keeping the, the boys fresh and uh we'll still come in uh you know that's just i think the sponsorship i think it should just be touch-ups you know what i mean i think every, every once in a while we should come in for you know cut color cut color go blonde I'm upset. Go we, blonde. Did, we didn't go blonde with you we yeah, still time cut off the locks. i still want to go blonde i had <laughs> I had, a, I had a visions of it in my dreams while i was sleeping <laughs> all the time during this break i'm going blonde <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I will definitely bring you blonde. Well, yeah, Bieber went blonde recently. Who's Jonah that? Hill, everyone's got like Zac Efron, Jonah Hill. Everyone's going. Zac Efron doesn't really look good blonde. Go, <laughs> Zac Efron I, I, looks good will I. in anything. Blonde's been done. Go red. Go red. Dylan Dylan Frost went red recently. Well, once you go Fuck. blonde, we can we can just like mess a manic yeah. panic it. Just, Purple. Except don't manic panic blue because you'll never get that out. What's just manic just panic? So you know. Manic Panic, it's like a, it's a classic. Like everyone knows Manic Panic. I'm just with a bunch of dudes right now. But girls know Manic Panic. <laughs> Shout out and girls. And they know Explain. that when you put blue in it, you go get your hair highlighted after. It's green till you cut it out. So don't do that. Explain what Manic Panic is. It's just like a temporary hair dye on your hair. Like people will do like the whole blonde. They'll put like, it's just like a paste. You'll see it in shoppers. Oh. They put it on. They It's supposed to be temporary. It's just oh. like a, lays oh, okay. on top of the cuticle. It doesn't, it's not permanent. Except for blue. We need, we need, so what we need to do from the podcast, so, you know, you're, you're giving us some cuts, keeping us looking fresh. Mm-hmm. I mean, Robbie's been riding that train for way too long for free. Um, and I will keep riding yep. that train. And uh, <laughs> one way to He's yeah. not happy with you for uh, confronting him about paying me. <laughs> I just, I just, I think it's abuse what he's doing to you. And, uh, hey, I, you know what? She comes over. I cook her meals. He treats I, me I do well. A lot. He gives me lots. Okay. When you put it like that. Um, but at least me, I don't do anything for you. Um, and you've cut my hair a couple times now. So you've compensated me each time. No, I'd, I'd say, yeah, you've like last time you gave me like some money. You gave me like some, I think you gave me like a jewel pot. Or was that you? You that gave me. me a jewel pot. I got an idea for, I, I, I got an idea. Which I'm off. Yeah. You can start trading business advice. Oh, her, I can do her. Can, yeah. I can do all your business shit. You can help, help her with her with like my, books with my and books. stuff. Because mm-hmm. I did it every three months. I don't know what that means. I mean, books are easy for me. I could do them for you. Great. Um, I'm glad we you figured that out. Could you laundering? Yeah, can you Theoretically. launder? 100%. I got, I got drug <laughs> dealings I need to launder. I've just been thinking of all the things I could I could do illegally I mean, with I, my business. I like what? <laughs> like what kind of illegal stuff? <laughs> just, you what know. What do you want to get into? You never know. I mean, okay, for, for, the, for the for the cuts you've given me and like the bigger cuts, because you, I will say this, you take your fucking time, which I appreciate. Even when you do it at home, you're the most meticulous <laughs> hair Very cutter meticulous, yeah. I've Very. ever seen. You go over every inch 10 times. <laughs> and Well, you have a lot of hair. You I know, have to. But I appreciate that. Okay, good. And I'll, I'll give the business advice, but I mean, from the podcast, for the, the reciprocation of the sponsorship, we have to figure out a way to drive people to your right. uh, poor credit location. So girls out there, her specialty is mm-hmm. the cut and color, right? Would be like balayage. Like would be like yeah. blondes, like balayage, like teasy lights, highlights would be would be my niche. And if you need any uh, any proof in the pudding, uh, we'll put her Instagram on the thing, but it's at livestyles, L-I-V and then style spelt normally. 
And the name of her new studio is going to be called Bottle Rocket. Yes, yeah, so I'm actually going to be changing that handle probably. So, so you're going to Styles confusing. is going to become B- yep. Bottle Rocket? Either be, way, yep. we'll announce it Thank when you. it's all opened up in about two or three weeks. Yeah, we should do some sort of promo, something. Yeah, we'll do a promo. Yeah. If you if you listen to it on the pod, you know, maybe some first cut discount to... Yeah. Because once you use her... I'm assuming you'll go back because everyone that everyone that we've sent her and and I mean for me it's usually uh, someone I've been on a date with and then I talk about I think every girl that you've seen in the last year has been to see Liv no, to no, get their hair colored. It's I've I think I think I've had yeah I've had around th- ten I'm kidding like three you've had three? around uh, you know seventeen Guys, recommendations. They're amazing from though. Shut up. He <laughs> likes all the gossip. All the blondes just keep going for the blondes. That's all I ask for. Liv's keeping so many tabs on you through these girls. <laughs> I'm, I'm I know for- way too much about Travis from this from salon talk now. Like I, I can't unfortunately look at the same. Uh, for me, but uh, no, unfortunately mm-hmm. for you. Uh, I'm from Lee's side. My mom and my sister and all of her friends, and I'd love to send them to you. But I mean, Port Credit isn't that far. Like it's not from the downtown core. It's about twenty minutes, twenty five yeah, minutes. It's from not, Lee's it's, side, it's a little it, driving further. from down like driving distance. It's like eighteen to twenty minutes, and then like the go train. It's like I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like it's under an hour from like Union State, like Union. But she does a fantastic job. Like Kristen, you did her hair recently. It looked amazing. Thank um, you. I mean, you do a good job, and uh, same with the beer and the jewelry. Like, uh, even if you were Rob's girlfriend and you were a shit hairstylist, like, <laughs> I I would probably not do this unless I truly <laughs> thought that you'd do a good job. So, right. any girls listening or any guys that um, their girlfriend's sisters or families out near Port Credit or they work at the downtown core and they're able to get out there, um, yes. we'll work out a promo for first time visitors off the pod. Yeah, and uh, that will directly contribute to paying for Rob and my, uh, <laughs> and you know we'll throw Kevin, we'll throw Kevin in the mix too because he works so hard, um, keeping us looking fresh and trim. Yeah, I won't be. We'll fresh. also be there opening day. Yeah, getting our hair done. Yep. Thirteenth, uh, we'll and we'll pay for that, right, Rob? Yeah. yeah. Opening day, right? Sure. I mean, Robbie? now that she's got expenses, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's expensive. Sure. Sure. I will actually. We should do a follow up, maybe like a few months in, maybe three months. Three months in, that's like a good shot at it. Um, we should do. <laughs> Whoa, does <laughs> well, anyone want to come on Jay's episode now? She wants now to follow up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> three months. Three months. I'm a, like before three months. I'm allowed to like technically like they give you three months grace. So if it doesn't, if I hate it, I can get out of my lease. But after three months, then you're locked in, right? But I should come in cool, cool. three months, and I should I should talk about whether or not uh yeah that was a good done. call for people because I know a lot of like stylists are considering this, and it's like it's risky and it's like scary. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna let live. I'll be do, your test, yeah. Be the test subject, yeah. And then you know if it goes well, instead of opening up your own small boutiques, the bet will have you all contact her and we'll screen it like Dragon's Den. <laughs> And the best of you will get to open up a salon with you at a storefront in the heart of Toronto. Yeah, that'd be cool. I eventually would love to just get like two more girls, open up like a really cute or storefront. Guys. Or guys, sorry. Jeez. Which, Honestly, yeah. I feel so discriminated. <laughs> I've sometimes. only worked with women. All the men that have come couldn't handle it and they left. And I think men. <laughs> too much woman power. I think men are underrepresented in the hair studio game. And, <laughs> and in the world. Yeah. <laughs> in the world. Um, no, jokes aside, but. What was I going to say? What was I going to say? Also, this is another perk to your sponsorship. Mm. When, uh, as we said, we're 
we won't get into it that much today, but Rob and I, uh, this year, our huge commitment on the podcast and the theme of this year's podcast is exposure. And we ha- we're going to do like this like weekly thing where um, we... Sorry. What are you doing? Touching my balls? I just, just, just want to grab your balls quickly. Quit, quit touching my balls. It's distracting. <laughs> Later. Um, <laughs> we're doing this thing where we're challenging ourselves week to week on like exposure based like challenges like mm-hmm. running the Instagram going head to head who can get more numbers on like the, okay. on stuff like this and then like bigger challenges like who can get like the biggest uh, you know blog write up who can get on the radio right. you know, like s- stuff like that we're gonna do these challenges throughout year uh, year three so Famous is really likely gonna blow up this year mm-hmm. our band and you're gonna be the stylist to celebrities yes i would actually love and that. we won't go anywhere else that. and then when we start going on the road mm-hmm. we will leave you behind because uh you know we're we're just rock stars and that's you can what come we with do. me but you can, but uh no i was joking you can come with us on the road <laughs> style us to the stars yeah fucking keep us looking prim and proper yeah and get get paid at least uh, at least at least <laughs> few hundred dollars every now and then (laughs) (laughs) at least full price per haircut yeah at least for your haircuts yeah expenses paid i'm into it bottle rocket on the road yeah bottle rocket on the road no what we'll do is we'll we'll have a towable beauty studio Mm -hmm. to keep us looking beautiful (laughs) yeah that'll be your trailer like an airstream or something like that beauty trailer yeah Mm -hmm. exactly and that'll be for us but then also you know anyone that any of the other bands are gonna be jealous they're gonna be like yeah. yo you guys look so fucking good why do you look so good i'll be like a little bit of jeans a little bit of hard work but also <laughs> mostly live and her bottle rocket beauty chuck you just reminded me i was watching this documentary um about about this guy who works for live nation i think it was live nation uh doing the promotional stuff he's like one of the biggest concert promoters in the world and he was talking about the u2 uh, 360 tour about how that all came together and he's and he said they had i think it was around 170 crew members that they brought with them on the road to make this tour happen oh my just gosh. Of people to like set up and like uh, of how much crew that they had to bring with them yeah fuck to each uh destination crazy i mean early days we're probably not going to go on a massive tour and like <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm being uh facetious but early days like this year we're going to try to open up or some bigger shows like like play the key maybe play um Oceaga, like smaller stages yeah uh open it's up pretty big Oceaga, just, <laughs> no, just like smaller small stages time. at Oceaga, okay. like okay. like opening <laughs> you know what i mean smaller stages at Oceaga or too bad way home's not around because love it yeah um stuff like that but i mean even then just coming out to show being the being the stylist there yeah um i think it'll be cool fun stuff and that's how we can reciprocate uh, a bit more of the haircuts back to you. Great. Uh, before the end of this episode, let's let's turn a little bit of attention here, Kev. You know, chat a little bit about what's going on in Kev's life. Yeah, what's what, what Kev's twenty twenty looking like, and how the twenty nineteen was. True. All right. So, actually, Kev, I did my podcast the first time was like the beginning of the the first. It was one of the first nights I wow. remember we moved in here. Yeah, and we, we all went no and got furniture. pizza, pizza. We had no furniture, and we sat <laughs> on the floor. We were kind of drunk. Yeah, we no. were kind of drunk. It's I not, think doesn't sound like us. Um, before we had all these crazy sponsorships. You know, yeah, holy fuck. We had to pay for our own beer, but um, so it's been just under a year. Mm-hmm. How was how was it? Twenty nineteen. I'd say it was a pretty killer year because remember I m- met you guys 
working and then I was living on my own. I was really happy to move in here and sort of like come into this kind of creative atmosphere. You guys have all that stuff going on. So I just attached myself to the wagon like, yeah, I'll just help out here and there because why not? It's fun times. Producer Kev title. Let's go. I have a lot more work for you in 2020. <laughs> producer Kev was born. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I love the Producer Kev title because I legitimately do not do Well, it can anymore. I read what your contact card now is in my phone? Because you have yeah. a lot oh, of yeah. titles. I was going to say too, can you add works hard? Works hard <laughs> or I got more. I think I can add to it. Okay, so um, see if Siri can see, see if Siri can say this into the mic. Call producer Kev. Who would you like to call? Producer Kev. Calling producer Kevin Cabo Closet Hot Deli Sobbing in LeBlanc. <laughs> what did that say? That said producer, and let me pull up the contact card. Producer Kevin Cabo Closet Hot Deli Sauvignon LeBlanc. And we can go through that real quick. Uh, yeah, one, one by one. Okay, producer Kevin... Obviously, producer Kevin. <laughs> um, Cabo, because when we first moved in, you would, you just went to Cabo for your thirtieth birthday. Yeah, we were, uh, I have a picture of us FaceTiming to just decide who's getting what room. Oh yeah, yes. Um, and it was all of us sort of debating and kind of like uh, negotiating over like who's down to pay for what. And I was like, ah, I know I'm going to be the one in the small room. But, we, but, <laughs> but, at, but at the time, we we're like Cabo Kev, what's up, Cabo yeah. Kev. So that's where Cabo came from. And then Closet <laughs> came from, um, Closet was actually the first name in there. Mm -hmm. At first, before producer and Cabo, it was Kevin Closet LeBlanc. Because <laughs> Which I, I do not like. <laughs> because before we chose rooms, I manifested Kevin into the closet size room by adding Closet to his con. <laughs> I was like, so I was rude. like, I was like, Kevin's getting the closet room, and I was like, <laughs> Kevin closet LeBlanc in my phone. Uh, the fact that you guys had sidebars being like, so Kev's getting the small room, right? Okay, no, yeah. the, th <laughs> the thing is, it wasn't a sidebar. That was just oh, on my just phone. You? Robbie oh, okay. found out when you and Kristen found out. Mm. It was just a that joke. That was his own. That was it just was by my yourself. own. I, I know. Sorry, Robbie knew because we were joking about it. Kristen and you found it wasn't like. We weren't having sidebar hush, hush. chats. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We were having no. legitimate chats. I was we're actually considering, shady. I was considering that room. Mm -hmm. It was well, more of a joke. Rob and I were like, <laughs> like that's funny. Um, the way it shuffled out was nice because I remember having that conversation and being like, I think I'm the only one who would not care, and like I can just save a bunch of money, so I'm just gonna do that. Dude, I I was when I first moved in, I was like, fuck, I have to do all this, keep all the wrist and rise stuff in my room, mm. but I really underestimated how little, overestimated how little wrist and rise work I would be doing. Yeah. Um, and I didn't end up needing the extra space. I would have taken your room if I, if I didn't think I was going to be running an office out of my room. But I mean, I've used it. I've, I've used the room for, yeah. it's been my office. So I do live in it. So, um, that I, is true. You would have had a tough time like doing your work down here. Like, yeah, you just go in shutdown mode sometimes or lockdown mode. E exactly. Um, <laughs> shut, shut down, down, shut down mode. I'm like, get out of my room. <laughs> shut up. Um, hot deli. Where does that come from? So hot deli comes from one of my first jobs. I worked at the hot deli counter at Loblaws. Oh. Oh. And uh, didn't know that. Deep fry some potato wedges and. <laughs> Where was Love this? the hot deli counter. <laughs> Where was this? Loblaws. Would you eat deli. there knowing now after working there? It was pretty gross. Like, but <laughs> it just you just had like a film of grease over your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made you wear hair nets. Well, that's great. But they make good chicken that's fingers. That's good. That's a good thing. It is good. But you look like a freaking loser <laughs> in high school when all your friends come by. And you're like, hey, guys. <laughs> you hook them up when they're all stoned. I would. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would do that. 
Nice. That's for, that's why you call hot deli. Mm. It's fine though. Working there, you kind of like start like making little boxes of food for lunch, mm. and then you just you like, don't pay for it because it's mm. gonna be thrown out. Oh, where? so you're a thief. So you start you start stealing. <laughs> but thief then, added to the list. <laughs> Well, hot deli like, thief. Little that. Uh, if you go to any hot deli, they're all thieves. But um, then I started thinking like, I'd be like in the grocery store and just like that thievery mindset. Be, I'd be like, I should just take that candy bar. Like no one's like. Oh stop! So I was you like, got, oh wait, like, no, it's outside the hot deli. It's yeah. not, it's not. I only steal from the hot deli. <laughs> That's the rule. <laughs> you know what? Every criminal has to have their lines, right? Their yeah. code that they yeah, follow. Exactly. I didn't cross that. Um, thief is going in that name. And, uh, and then Sauvignon, obviously, because his last name is LeBlanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon LeBlanc. That's a natural. He's a bartender. It's a good pun. Yeah. And it's, that's uh, just... It's, uh, a good, it's a good lineup of names. Yeah. Keep, we'll keep adding to it. And 20, 2020. What's in store for 2020? I mean, yeah. we gotta, well, we're going to kicked out of our place soon. So we got to move so into a sad. new place. Yeah, we're evicted. Um, so yeah, we weren't evicted. <laughs> yeah, we weren't evicted. They sent the note saying we're demolishing your house. If you're in it, you'll die. Mm. <laughs> no, they just said we're, we're demolishing your house. Can you move out by the end of your lease? Um, and we'll give you. Uh, we can't say it because they told us not to tell people. They bought us out. We sold out. Yeah, they, they, they gave us a little bit of a nice incentive to move out. They sold us to the man. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like this year has been like oh, it was like. I kind of wish we could stay here a little longer because I feel like there's more potential for this place. I love this house. I know. Now I'm, like, I'm going to miss this house. I, I don't live here. here. I'm not technically a roommate, but you know. You're here. I'm here. <laughs> You're here. Yeah. I'm that girlfriend. I don't know how the fuck we lucked out. I mean, okay. Can I just run it through? Because I do it every night when I go to bed and I, I, and I just, I'm like, oh, I love this house. And I just go, I think about how much I love it. One, um, it's warm. It's cozy. Mm. Good we water have a pressure. fireplace. Good water pressure. Love the water pressure. Other than the wooden bug fiasco. Oh, yeah. Where uh, Kristen's window was left cracked, yeah, and uh, moisture was getting in her window, and a, a swarm of mites infested her in my room, <laughs> and uh, literally ate me alive for three you weeks. Were, you were so chill about having uh, bugs like biting your feet, like constantly. It, I mean, it wasn't. I forgot as, about it that. wasn't as bad as it. Like, I mean, in, these things were really small. You could see them. Um, they were not like infectious, contagious, like any, they didn't bring any bad stuff, but they would leave little red bites all over you. And for the first little bit, I was like, Hey, it's like, is anyone else, uh, is anyone <laughs> Me else? and Kev were safe anyone? over at yeah. the, yeah. on the whatever west What's, side. So, and, yeah. Is that the, I get turned around the, um. West coast, best coast, yeah. east side, all the problems. We were pretty much Florida, <laughs> and uh, and I will I will give Kristen credit for the entire time. I thought her plants brought them in. I thought they were plant she mites. She got blamed, and I was like, "Fuck you and your <laughs> fuck plants!" And like, you're ruining my life. Were they not plant mites? No, they were not. But it was her window. That was breeding them, and and for the entire time I was getting eaten alive, we could have just fucking closed their window and done a clean. Mm. Um, but no, we, I know they were embedded in the actual wood of the thing. No, it was it was uh, all on the surface of her windowsill, under in between the bottom of the window and the in the windowsill, mm. because it was uh, right next to a tree, and like moisture and mm. shit from the tree was getting into her window because it was open. Oh. Stop touching my balls. <laughs> Um, so it was still, her room was the epicenter yeah, and mine was like the aftershock, you know what I mean? Uh, and then the, we had them sprayed. We got rid of that. Other than that, in the entire time we lived here, I've seen maybe one or two spiders mm -hmm. the entire no time. Bugs. No bugs. I haven't seen any. Once Except I'm lies. convinced, I'm convinced that there's mice 
in the roof. There's squirrels on yeah, the roof. Squirrels. Earth squirrels. Earth. I hear little feet. Yeah. yeah no. They, they run. They run through. They're Robbie, on the roof all the time. Yeah. Me and Robbie were asleep. This was like I feel like we had you just you had just moved in. Yeah. And we saw a centipede. Remember, like massive oh, centipede. Oh, leggy boy. Run across. Oh, leggy boys. Yeah. yeah. Run across the floor, like in the corner <laughs> of our eyes. We saw this like motion. And he just got up and. But those snatched it real those quick. are common bugs yeah i've killed one so you've killed one yeah i think one. i think there's been two yeah and in my house in leaside i killed two a month yeah you know they're common yeah um but it hasn't been that bad i mean other than the dust too there there is like a fair bit of dust i don't think there's a i don't For think how there's, poorly insulated this place like like in all my the in my room and stuff, there is quite a bit 100 thought there'd be tons no, oh do you know what it is because you're dust <laughs> Yeah, that's just fuck you. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. Fuck you. No. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yo, yo, in university reminds me one of the worst things that I had entered my room in university. Uh, I was I was laying in bed, lights were off already. I was I was trying to get to sleep, and I just yeah, I hear something crawling out, and um, so I, I go to turn on my lights. There's a bat. I back on into my room, starts doing laps <laughs> in, in my room. I'm like, what the fuck? I had, to, I had to get, I had to get out my tennis rack, and I finally like kind of no, knocked you it didn't. out of the air, and then like, and then I like, I brought it outside. It, I just, I, I just, just stunned, stunned it. it. I stunned it. Okay, and I'm just, you know, took it outside, animal cruelty. You know? I, mean, I like it. I might have. I think I, love I, I think I have a bit of a. Uh, uh, the, the reason the mites didn't really bother me is because I have a bit of a fucking troubled past. <clears> you have with, a tolerance. I mean, Kate. First university house I moved into, I wasn't there, but um, one of the upstairs windows was left open to just a screen while we were gone for the summer season, and an animal chewed through the screen, and more animals followed, and rats, Jumanji. I mean not rats, sorry, it was Jumanji in there, bats, <laughs> squirrels, and raccoons were in our house, and... Um, <laughs> We only found out this because a couple of our friends uh, that were working during the summers had a work trip to London. They're like, hey, um, can we stay in your house? You know, absolutely. They open it up and the place is trashed. The pasta all over the floor, craft dinner blown open, all our protein powder eaten through and sp spread out everywhere. Yeah. The kitchen was exploded. And they're like, oh, these guys left this place a mess. They're <laughs> like, oh, what, what, does, what pigs? And then they, they go to bed. And as they're sleeping, one guy's sleeping on the couch. The way he described it was he woke up to like, <laughs> and there was bats circling <laughs> the living room. One guy was sleeping in my my room, yeah. And and the he coons. he ended up killing a bat in my room with one of my baseball cleats, hucking it at it. And uh, so we, uh, the landlord came in. God bless them. They paid for animal removal and the cleaning service to come through, clean it up. I move in on my own in that single apartment on Hyman Street, downtown London. Yeah. Really nice place. Um, but I can hear the same thing you're hearing in your room now, which is squirrels running through the attic. Yeah. Um, they're not in the unit, but they're, it was an attic unit, so you can hear the roof. So anything running on the roof, mm -hmm. you can hear it because you're right up against it. Uh, I didn't know they were in the walls. I just thought they were running along the roof until one day it stunk. Ew. It fucking stunk. Ew. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I reach, I reach out to my landlord. And he's like, oh, yeah, mate. Like, uh, he's British. 
and uh, is that great accent. Like? Yeah, he's like, but he was like he was like low low register British. Yeah, mate. Oh yeah. No, it's. I think one one tenant mentioned you know the pipes get a little smelly if you don't run water through them, and I was like, oh okay. So I start running water through pipes. I buy Drano. I clean everything out, and it stinks. It fucking stinks. And I'm like, man, this isn't fixing it. So I put plugs in all the pipes. I clean the whole place. I'm like, what is this? A couple weeks go by. The smell starts to subside. I was so embarrassed. I couldn't bring anyone over. All of a sudden, this is no word of a lie. Fat bumblebee-sized flies what? start emerging from uh, the wall. or uh, from Fuck, I don't even know where they were coming from. The vents or something. Oh, my God. So this thing died, a squirrel died in my wall and these bumblebee sized black flies came out of it and this was my routine, my daily routine. I'd keep my door shut, none would get in my bedroom. I'd wake up in the morning and I'd see 10, 10 to 15 big fat flies around the window and I'd go, all right, time to die. I would get a paper towel roll with no paper towel on it. I'd flick on the light in the bathroom I'd drum up all the flies that go into the bathroom. I would shut the door, just me and the flies in the bathroom, and I'd one by one baseball. Oh, Rob, you want to take that off off yeah. the off the mic? I'd one by one hey. ba baseball bat the flies out of the air, and then pick them up with a, a napkin and put them in the the toilet. I did that twice a day, every day for two weeks, <laughs> just hitting fat flies. Then this I this is my I, life now. Th then all of a sudden I start hearing I had a, a closet where I'd put a, bu a bunch of my boxes behind the couch and I hear paper tearing in there. And I'm like, the Ew, squirrels are in no. the closet. So I'm like, not only, this is when I knew for sure it was a dead animal. I was like, okay, they're in the fucking walls. And I go to my landlord. I'm like, hey, buddy. <laughs> I was like, you know what? There's squirrels in your walls. And he's like, oh yeah, mate. It's an attic unit. There's, there's always squirrels in the walls. I'm like, <laughs> no. There's not always fucking squirrels in the walls. I was like, you told me it was the pipes. I've been I've been killing flies for two weeks. And he's like, are they gone now? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, get the squirrel out of my wall. And he's like, does it still smell? I'm like, no. And he's Why like, didn't it smell still? Because it, it finished it died. dying. It finished dying. <laughs> oh, it just like stopped smelling? Yeah. It, so he never, and I was moving out in a couple months. So I was like, all right, dude, whatever. Fuck you. You don't want to remove the squirrel from my wall? I'm, the, the door that shut off to the, the, closet where the squirrels were ripping up boxes mm -hmm. um i left that i didn't open it i moved out and there's a squirrel family living in there and the next tenant would open that up and fucking squirrels would have blew into the oh room oh my god and it's not my fault no it's his fucking fault i warned him i said i said there's squirrels in your wall there's squirrels in the closet <laughs> and uh and i just left that family of squirrels to to make a nest in there and fucking blow out you're like you're like handing the keys over and it's like oh yeah here you go uh by the way this squirrel family in the closet <laughs> by the way squirrel family in the closet okay see you <laughs> great time he was a nice dude honestly other other than the the squirrel fiesta so the mite infestation was not as bad as squirrel death um you know it was just like minors cosmetic dude mm. it's cosmetic yeah. easy easy peasy oh, man. but otherwise um this house has multiple parking spots front yeah. yard backyard more storage than we know what to do with. The basement tenant moved out. We have an entire basement. No neighbor. We have no neighbor on We're the on the right side. Two seconds from the TTC. There's groceries. Two seconds from the gym. Groceries. Yeah. There's there's everything that you would want. I'm gonna miss that. I'm gonna miss this house. Yeah. And we don't pay a lot of money. No. Nope. It's nope. fucking nothing. I didn't realize we didn't pay a lot of money until we tried to find these new places. Now it's like. <laughs> I mean, full disclosure, I pay eight hundred and sixty dollars a month. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's fucking that's crazy. Crazy. You know what I think you're gonna miss the most? And we what? I'm gonna guess. Um okay, guess. The chucker. What's the chucker? <laughs> yep. MJ behind us. Oh, the bricklayer. <laughs> The kid that lives behind us, there's like a six-year-old Jewish kid that literally cannot sink a basketball shot if he tried. He's got he's got such good attitude about it, but fuck, we watch him all day just throw bricks back there. I haven't seen him in a while. I, I was at the gym the other day, and I saw him, and I went up and said, hey, and he, he kind of played it too cool for school. Oh, did wow, he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's with all his friends. He's like, hey, man. And I was like... Mm. Just a hey. <laughs> He's probably filming a TikTok or something. Yeah, kids these days, eh? <laughs> Fucking kids. Um, but yeah, uh, that's enough about this house. We'll find a doper pad. Yeah. yeah. The three of us. Yeah. And I'm going to put you to work. Yeah. All right. We're going to. Yeah, that's what up. I was going to say. It's just going to carry the momentum for 2019. It's been a good year. Just keep it going. The sky's the limit. What are you going to do in 2020? Going to start working. More in dev, less in bartending. Love okay. you, sip bar, but sorry. I need I'm to wearing the sip bar hat. Thanks thanks for the Christmas gift. I'm loving my hat. You told me to wear it on the podcast. Here it is. <laughs> You're welcome. Famous. Shout out. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to start working more dev. Going to, yeah, just start uh, get going more full time into that. Full full hog. Full hog. So you're going to be. Full hog. <laughs> full torch. <laughs> so you're Six gonna be... to midnight. Yeah. You're going to be the in-house coder apps. I'm talking business. Mm -hmm. I'm talking Steve Jobs, the Airbnb of apps. <laughs> Think of Uber this. in an app form. <laughs> I'm talking missionary. I'm talking the one where she's on top. So Kev, Kev's going to be a, a superstar coder. We're going to be superstar superstars. Liv's going to have her own superstar studio. We're going to be buzzing in 2020. It. Also, ideally, we would have a place that's like maybe a jam space set up for the boys. Like, yeah, that's so thoughtful of you. And by the way, I play drums. So if you guys need me to like, you know, Whoa, I didn't know then, this. I didn't know that. Good, uh, yeah, slap hey, hey, Kev, we don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> we Love have you, Gabe. Gabe. Yeah. Don't, ever, don't ever encroach. You, I'm not you, saying I'm going to replace Gabe, the human metronome. <laughs> no, but you know, guys, we, Gabe's not reliable. You guys need you guys need backups. Gabe, Sorry, Gabe. Love you, Gabe. Gabe Everyone loves Gabe. Gabe does travel. He travels a lot. You know what? He's he's a man of... You can't hold him down. No, can't be tamed. Um, but what we do need, Kev, is we need like... Um, when lead we singer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually looking for a lead guitarist. If you can pick it up. Yeah. Our lead guitarist right now sucks, dude. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Um, Doesn't play enough. Just pick it up. No, what we do need, Kev, is when we start doing um, more live shows with our originals... We need to play uh, some backing instruments, like stuff that we don't have live, like synths or sounds that uh -huh. we have from the computer. And we would need a guy um, up there with us uh, managing Cued that. Up kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, queuing it up. Man, that sounds up my alley. Okay, dope. And uh, I'm like in the band, but like not doing a whole lot. Just because you're not <laughs> in the band doesn't mean you're not in the Either band. Either that or learn keys. That's uh, too much work. Okay, so those are those are your options in terms of needs. I can press buttons. Buttons. I know you, you also can press need a buttons. video guy. We need promotional promotional. We need marketing. We need an agent, uh, manager. Any of these? He just wants these to ring play any drums. Well, I got you guys a manager. Just, so. What? I said he just wants to play yeah. drums. Guys. <laughs> just let him no. play the drums. No, I was saying. No. I was more saying we could jam. We could fucking. Jam. Oh, we can. Jam. I want to jam. Yeah. Do you have a drum kit? No, I you sold, sold it. Yeah, you told me you sold it. Um. 
That's jam uh, space would be tight. We found the perfect place. We did. It had a garage in the basement. It was a full house. Garage in the basement. Jam space rec room behind it. Three stories above it. Gorgeous Yorkville home. Windows. For the right price, some fucking couple stole it from us. Yeah. After a three-hour application process. Who to think two, three underemployed late twenties, early thirties men are not an attractive group of guys. Yeah, to they're all bartenders. Yeah, <laughs> where all their income was com- inflating, completely their- fabricated, <laughs> and, and and not even like fabricated to like a very impressive level. Like we were just like, we make 50, 60 k a year, and they're like, no, you here's don't. here's a word document yeah. to, per- per- like, uh, to prove it. They're like, prove it. We just type up our own word document. I make fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I can confirm that I make. The thing is, is we probably do. I don't, I've never really calculated what I make in a year. That's mm. surprising. I feel like you'd be really good, like really on top of your your finances. I'm income. on top of my monthly finances, making sure I'm never going into debt and I pay right. my bills, but I've never tab- t- tabulated. Maybe that's a 2020 thing. You'll you'll have to Cause, well, cause do in 2020. I, I, I consistently feel poor because I never have any money, but I also forget that I also have wild expenses because I'm financing um, a, a music career on top of being self-employed. So I just like, my business runs through my card. The music runs through my card. So everything's just expensive. And then I'm left with no money. But I think it's making a lot of money. But mm-hmm. it would be considered like revenue. Right. Not profit. Right. If that makes sense. I think it's about time to wrap things up. I was going to say before we head out, you should do a little manifestation for 2020. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know how to. Normally I manifest on one. Sp- okay. Fuck. Normally I manifest on like one specific thing. It's very hard to do a. Uh, you know what? Pick something for 2020 then. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, one specific. Oh, just for January. Okay. No, no, no. Okay, 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 okay. Heads down. Wait, what's absolute happening? silence. I've never done this. Absolute okay. silence. Sorry. Absolute silence. I need absolute silence when I manifest. <laughs> absolute silence. Please. Okay. When I manifest. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> it's uh, December 31st, 2019. Uh, rest in peace, anyone who died in the last couple of years, especially celebrities, because they matter more than everyone. And um, I just want to say, going into 2020. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling something a-bubbling deep down. Silence, please. Absolute silence. I, I don't know what I'm feeling. Wait, I'm getting a vision. What is it? Oh, my God. Oh, it's a, it's a dope house. Oh, my God. Jam space? Parking? On a subway line? Heating and central air AC? Holy shit. How much a month? A thousand? Thousand bucks each, utilities included. Fuck off, home. Oh, woo! All right, sign that lease. I feel good. All right, we're moving. February first, move in. No overlap in rent paying. I feel good. That's great. Oh, we're buzzing again. We're buzzing. What's going on? Live. How's it going? Hey, how's the studio? Booked solid. How? All your clients came. Every one of them. That's <laughs> fucked. Even you, even the other people's clients came. Oh, your book's all for... How long do I have to wait for a haircut? Three months? Holy shit, you got to increase your prices. That's insane. Good for you, though. I'll help with your books. <laughs> they all came from the podcast? How? These were existing clients. Oh, they listened to your episode. Holy shit, we're world famous. Together. <laughs> Rob, what are you laughing at? <laughs> this is real life. Nothing. Any absolute science? Absolute science, please. please. That's great. You know what's going great for us, Liv? Yeah. We're taking off. Uh Uh-huh. We're going to need haircuts because guess what? 
we just got on the radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that song, Victoria, that we've been playing for you for three and a half months, <laughs> that takes us so long to finish, it's done. I sent it over to Alan Cross. Now it's everywhere. Yeah. You, you ever heard of U2? Me either. Because we're coming. <laughs> Kevin we're, needs to be ringing absolute the other silence, line. Please. Absolute silence. Yeah, no. Instagram's buzzing. We just got verified. Uh-huh. Yeah. O'Shea, a small stage. We're, we're only playing for the people setting up the concert, but it's still a start. Okay? Local tour. Ontario, GTA wide. Yeah. It's small things, but you know, I'm, I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy with it. But the best part of all is that Kev made our website and it's going so well that Steve Jobs reached out from the grave <laughs> and he said, this is the best website I've ever seen from the grave. And then once, once everyone in the tech world started hearing that, what's that bank, that Arab bank that invested in? Oh, um, so... What absolute silence? What's going on? Breaking rules here. I know, I have but to pee. It, you hold, I'm manifesting that you Sun don't have court to pee. Or uh, Sunbank or uh, something bank. One second. Something one bank sec. just emailed you, Kevin, and they said, "Listen, you're a bit of a nobody, but we've seen your website with John Famos. You've been doing a little bit of freelance work, and you know what? Just off potential alone, it's not a lot of money. And I know, I know you might need more from us, but how's a hundred million sound? Boom." <laughs> All right, stop wearing shoes. Softbank. Softbank. Stop wearing shoes because you're now a tech millionaire. Mm. All right. Yes. Yes. You can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Hundred million dollars, but guess what? You don't go to Silicon Valley, because fuck Silicon Valley. You're like, I'm gonna make it here in Toronto at our nice thousand dollar a month rent place mm. that we got with the boys. I'm you're gonna... a humble tech millionaire. Mm -hmm. Humbled. Very humble. You hire only minorities and women. Because fuck the whites, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And what else? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I mean, I'm a bit off track here. And that was one of the harder manifestations I've ever done. But all I'm saying is that was just for January. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, so it's going to be a big year. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. Crazy. Crazy. I'm sweaty. So I'm sweaty too. One, Hope you all can handle it. And uh, I'm gonna work. I want to work on that manifestation later. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a long handshake. Yeah. Okay. Liv, nice. thanks for coming on. You're natural. Thanks for having me. Kev, you know you do well always at everything you do. Thank you. Don't listen to what everyone says. All right. <laughs> Don't listen to what everyone says behind your back. You know all the things people say when you're 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 not around. You know, oh, Kev, this. Kev, Don't listen that. to side Don't text listen messages. To side text talking or, about which room the, you're gonna or get. Or the blog posts about you, or or the the, the Me Too movement <laughs> stuff I've seen about you. Don't listen to any of that. All right, you do good at everything. Mm -hmm. Okay, Rob. Yeah, you're all right. Thank you. And that means a lot coming from me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Me, I've heard from a few people. I got, I got to figure some shit out. Stop touching my balls. But 2020 is our year. And if you're still listening out there, thank you. Um, without having any ears, it would be hard to pretend like what we're doing is a thing. So even the the, the few hundred out of you that, that listen every week, really, really appreciate it. Um, and we'll remember you when uh, when the numbers start rising with this year. Big year. We're going to have a big party for our 100th episode. And, and we're going to try to invite all the all the good peeps that have uh, supported us. So we appreciate it. And on that note, Rob, we will see you next decade. Adios. Woo!